Shall we begin? Why not? Welcome to Frankie Sense and More. It's like she's got a whole lot of goodness for you with a little bit of sass. Frankie, did you just say... She sure did. Not to mention, <laughs> along with... Whoops. Join us now as Frankie Picasso and her new co-host mix it up with authors, musicians, and interviews with world-changing people. Let's begin Okay, let's begin now, because it only makes sense. Hello there, and welcome to Frankie Sense and More. It is my pleasure to have all of you join me today, and I hope that you're going to stick around because we have a wonderful show. As always, Frankie Sense is aligned with the United Nations Global Goals, and today it's Global Goal number five, gender equality. I was reading about an amazing project today started by Iranian journalist and activist Masi Elenajad, and she's the founder of My Stealthy Freedom, and she talks about the danger Iranian women face because of the hijab restrictions. Now, she lives in New York, she had to leave um, Iran, and the images come in a response. Um, so what she has done is she has she has started a campaign where men send pictures of themselves wearing the hijab next to their wives or their females in their in in their family who have their hair down, and and the reason for the campaign is because the hijab is the most visible symbol symbol of oppression. Now, since 2014, the morality police in Iran and in Tehran, uh, the government has now hired 7,000 more people to ensure that no woman has her hair showing. If a little bit of hair shows, she is considered to be a whore, and she can go to jail. So, if you want to do something about this and about you know, what you want for all women, go to globalgoals.com or actually globalgoals.org, excuse me, watch the video, and then take a photo of yourself holding a sign saying what you want for women and then fill that in. So it's just a wonderful campaign. I just love this. You know, all these guys are, are talking about how hard it is to wear it, how, how it, it really feels oppressive uh, to wear that hijab and, and so how it has nothing to do with religion and everything to do with just how these um, Iranian officials uh, feel that women need to cover up. As a matter of fact, she spoke. Um, Masi, she 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 was contacted the um, the Ayatollah, and and she had a, a conversation with him, and he was telling her how she was a real whore, and how she it made him sick to speak to her, and that she, he should that she should make sure that she tells people that she's not Iranian anymore because she's embarrassing his country. So there you have it. Think what you will. Anyway, my guest today is Damon Dariel Naylor and Frederick Bai. And let me introduce you to Damon first. Damon is a teacher, motivator, speaker, songwriter, singer, author, talk show host, and a business owner. He has a passion for speaking and connecting with people, and he has conducted over 250 speaking engagements. He's written two books, The Great Taste of Success and A Greater Taste of Success, and both of them are spiritual books. He's produced six music projects, and he hosts the show Motivating the Multitudes. Damon, welcome. Hi, Frankie. How's it going? It's going. <laughs> it's going well. <laughs> so nice to have you here. Really. Nice. Now, you you are a real going concern. You've got a lot of stuff that you're into. But I just want to I want to touch base on, you know, your life. You're married, you have four yes. children. How old are your kids? The oldest is 17, then we have 13, 12, and 9, and they're all males. <laughs> all boys. Wow. Yes, yes, and all boys. you live in Monroe, Louisiana, is that correct? Yes, yes, that's where I am. And how big a town is Monroe? 
The population is about 65,000, so it's not okay, too so not big, big and not, not too small. small. Yeah, right in the middle. And so what are your boys into? How do you keep them out of trouble? Well, my oldest, he's heavily into the ROTC at his school. And then my second child, he's into music. He loves playing in the band, and that's his thing. And he also ran track. And then my third, he's kind of up in the air. He goes from thing to thing. We hadn't found his true passion yet, but we're working on him. And then my last, he's like the athlete. He wants to play football or play basketball or something like that. So we're about to get him involved in sports and athletics. And that's basically the breakdown of them and their gifts and their passions. Nice. And your wife? My wife, she works, she's a secretary in, at one of these schools here in Monroe, yes. Okay. Well, you used to be a teacher at a high, at a school, not a high school, but a, was it a high school? No. Yes. Yes. Oh, was I was an school? elementary educator. Uh-huh. No, elementary, elementary. Elementary yes, educator, so yes. I taught for seven years. Yes. Yes. Okay. And you decided to leave uh, teaching to become a motivational speaker, is that correct? Or you have a full-time job, don't yes, you? You have yes, a business that you, that you also run, too. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have a, a janitorial business that I do as well. Okay. And you're also a minister. So when did, when, when did this deep love for God, you know, come to you? Have you always had it? Or is this something that you came to midlife, later in life? As far as which one, I'm sorry. About God, you know, about your love for God, the ministry, uh, your books are, you know, are are very spiritual books. Yes. Well, that started about 20 years ago, to be exact. It was 21 years ago. We we're almost there at that point. But, yes, I was a, a college student, and I was pretty much introduced to, to God. And what happened, I mean, I grew up in a home. It wasn't really religious, I would say. We kind of went to church here and there. But I really never got into it. And then once in college, I really got into it. Someone who was in, in the Lord and in a local church really began to approach me and wanted to teach me Bible studies. And at first I ran, I ran, I was into all kinds of stuff. And eventually I decided, hey, I wanted to have that Bible study. And basically the rest is history. Ended up attending the church and just being filled with the Spirit of God and just changed my life. And everything just went into a totally different direction after that experience. And is that your wife or somebody before your wife? No, well, the, it was a guy on, on campus. Oh, it was a guy well, on campus. Yes, oh, man, okay. yes. <laughs> what, what, oh, okay. what changes, what what changed? The, well, by the way, I'm Frederick, bye, everybody, hi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, what changes, what uh, positive changes did it do to your life? Well, um, I was basically heading in a really bad path. I really began to drink very heavily. I mean, basically going in, in the direction of possibly becoming an alcoholic because I observed that a lot and I was was surrounding me in an environment in which I grew up in and I was going in that same direction and once like I said I gave my life to the Lord I was able to stop with the alcohol and you know just into wow. other some other behaviors experimenting with drugs as well and I was able to stop all of that once God really came into my heart and changed me What was your major in college Elementary education. Oh, yes. okay. Elementary All education. right. Yeah. yeah. And Fred, I know that you met your wife in church. Yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. But, you know, I, it's not like I went there, but it, it's not like I go regularly. Like, yeah, I'm, I am I consider myself spiritual, but I don't necessarily might call myself a Christian or a Buddhist or whatever. Right. You know? So I like to go there because that over there, it's very, the, the uh, atmosphere is very positive. You know, it's clean. It's And it's not your regular church. It's kind of there's young people there. Like, oh, yeah, nice. I remember going there was like people in their 20s. Like, oh, that's cool. And there's music and, the, you know, the pastor is kind of, you know, he's yeah, young. You know, so it's he's, cool. It's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, so. yes. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that's what's drawing people, you know, to church these days is, is the yeah. music and is, you know, that atmosphere that's, you know, it's a little bit kind of cool to, to go. So when you were um, uh, when you decided to become a speaker, I, I believe, Damon, that you went to Toastmasters. Is that correct? Yes, I did. I, I did. Um, when I initially started, what happened, I was just getting a lot of requests. This was while I was a teacher. Schools would ask me to come to do like their, their programs, the drug abuse resistance right. education programs and different uh, graduation exercises, commencement exercises that we could cause for various religious institutions. And once I saw that it was you know, something that I could pursue and that I love doing, I ended up joining the local Toastmasters. And how did that change for you, change your speaking and, and the way that you engage with people? I mean, I think it's an amazing organization. Yes, and, yeah. and when I worked for the government and I was asked to go out and speak, um, I thought that is one thing I have to do is I have to go to Toastmasters because I want to make sure that when I speak, I don't, you know, I'm not really boring when I do it. Yeah. So did you find that it really upped your game? Yes, it really did. I was able to learn a lot of different tips and, you know, just get a lot more experience with speaking and just learning the different types of styles. And like I said, just little tricks and techniques and strategies to use while I speak. So it was a very rewarding experience. I only I did it for about a year. I was a competent Toastmaster. But then once I, uh, I think it was like within that year, I started my janitorial and I just lost the time to really devote to it. But yes, while I was there, it was a very great experience, and I learned a lot. I, I really did. You do a whole lot of stuff, Damon. You do yes. a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I do. I Every, do. Out of everything that you do, what do you enjoy the most? Music, I think, is my heart. Uh, when when you look at everything that I, I'm doing, I think music is the most interesting to me, the most exciting. And I guess it's just, you know, all everything that I do is communication, but it's when you accompany the communication with the drum tracks and the music, it's just something about it that really piques my interest and catches my interest. So I would say that the music is what I, I, I'm really passionate about. I, I really love the most out of all of them. And don't get you me play wrong. An I, I know. You well, do. actually, I, well, I play the, the keyboard and composing most of my music. Okay. But I used to play the saxophone years yeah, ago. Me too. What? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I played too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I was alto, alto. We're okay. still family, though. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Awesome. That's really cool. And what about you, Freddie? Do you play? I don't play. I don't play music. I, I used to, to play the, the flute. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the flute and I, I just I never got I never got hooked on. I love music, but I'm not a musician. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that's okay. So we're gonna have um, we're gonna listen to Damon's songs a little bit later in the show. You're gonna have to stick around if you want to hear. <laughs> we're gonna go to commercial break in just a few, I guess, seconds. How many seconds, Ben? Where are we? 
30 seconds. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a commercial break in 30 seconds. And when we come back, you're going to hear from Frederick Bai. And then it's going to be a free for all. So you're not going to win, miss mm -hmm. any of that. So you can go take a bio break if you have to, but we want to see you back here in a minute. Right. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> we got to pay some bills, but then we're going to come back. Don't worry. Right, guys? Yeah. Don't go in. Yeah, yes. I don't want you guys to go anywhere either. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. All right. Take us away, Ben. Heck no, we're just getting warmed up. Frankie Sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. It's Marching Network. Got a lead foot? According to state troopers, here's what not to do when you get pulled over. Don't be a lachrymist and start crying right away. It doesn't help. But if you're under 20, crying won't be held against you. Don't ask for a break. Don't yell or start any argy-bargy. And one trooper said, if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket, it would probably insult my intelligence. But unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are 1 in 3. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? Be courteous to the officer, and most of all, be honest. It's Marching Day I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Oh, you stayed. Thanks. <laughs> We're really happy that you did. You're listening to Frankie Sensamore. I am your host, Frankie Picasso. My guests today are Damon Naylor and Frederick Bai. And Frederick holds a first-degree brown belt in Kempo style karate. And at one time, he thought that he would become a WWE wrestling star. He even went as far as attending the WWE's developmental system at the time in Ohio Valley Wrestling in 2005. Sidelined by an injury, Fred returned to Montreal to become a fitness instructor and eventually a financial expert. He has a passion for giving, and his purpose is to help the creative potential in others shine. He's a brilliant podcaster. His show is called Creative Magic Unchained, where he interviews the creative types that will inspire his listeners to come out of their shell and make some magic. Fred, welcome. Hey, I'm happy yeah. to be here. Yeah. Hey. You, you were an interesting guy. You were raised by a single mom, mm -hmm. right? Your dad, your dad was in Canada getting his PhD, and then he went back to, is it Gabon? Yeah, in Africa. In Africa. Absolutely. I don't so, remember it, though. I was too young. You never met him? 
No, uh, no, actually, I didn't. No. You ever wanted to go to yeah. Africa? Yeah, I did go to Africa. Oh, you did was, go to Africa. He, he died before. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's all right. It's all right. Everything's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was it like there? Ah, it's another world, you know. Uh, when you want to disconnect from from the busy, busy business side of of Canada and uh, North America, I think, yeah. uh, you know, it's very you disconnect over there. I loved it. I loved it. Really? I loved it. And it's it's so different, you know. Uh, people there are they're warm and they're you know it's it's just welcoming. You know what I mean? They're welcoming and it's just the culture. It's in the culture. You know what I mean? And, now, uh, is it on the east side of Africa? No, the west side. It's on right the on the side. west side on the equator. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, uh, yeah. No, no, it's really, really nice place. It's really, so, really what, How do you think your life would have changed if you had grown up there? Oh, I think it would have changed tremendously. I think it would have changed uh, just the values and the way people think. Um, I think over there it's a lot more t- traditional, you know, without being too traditional it is very more uh, very much traditional um i don't think i would have had the entrepreneurial spirit as much or i would have been able to um fulfill that entrepreneurial spirit as much you know mm-hmm. because uh, and our, over there family is everything and you do what your parents say and you know for the most part you know and uh i, I think from the entrepreneurial side of things and creative side of things I think you're a little bit more limited, although it is changing. I spoke to Alex Okoroji, you know, then she, yeah. you know, and she, she was like, she told me things like, holy cow, I never heard that from an African. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just, so it's, things are changing. And, uh, but yeah, I think my, my life would have been a uh, whole. What, what, what do you think your career would have been? Like just judging I, by the family. I think, I think they, they want their, their kids to be engineers and oh, okay. uh, lawyers and stuff like that. So I would, oh, okay. I would have been on antidepressants. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So you are also married with a child on the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Can you imagine having four boys? I'd like to. I don't. I wouldn't mind. Hey, I'm gonna. Oh yeah. Jeez. We're going to play even... ball. We're going to go all over the place. Oh yeah. That'd yeah. be cool, actually. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah Let me guys, ask... guys, you can be rough with them. Like you can. Yeah. Ah. That's Women, right. you, girls, you got to be a little. You know, you gotta, yeah. gotta be careful. Yeah, you, you, you'd be surprised when you get a little girl. How that big tough guy is like. Yeah. Okay. Look what I got. You got to protect her. Yeah. 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 Anyway. How did you get through the disappointment of not becoming a wrestler? How how did you? You do know, that? ah, that's a good question. You know, it's very funny because my life was to become a wrestler. I was a wrestling guy. Like everything was wrestling. I was in wrestling. I had been wrestling since fourteen years old, mm-hmm. and. I was I got my back injury when I was 21. I went to the United States in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, I did I did pretty good, actually, pretty good actually. I was uh, almost almost got to the WWE, just a little you know, one level lower, let's put it that way. Yeah. And uh, I got my injury, but you know, I was almost happy when I got my injury because really? my, I didn't know anything else about life. You would if you would have spoken to me back then, all yes. I knew was wrestling. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like. And it's and and God knows you have no you know you have no life when you just have one. No. Thing yeah, you're a real yeah. tunnel vision. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, and I was happy. Actually, I was relieved. The injury was bad. It really hurt. Yeah. But I was relieved. Like mentally, I was like, oh, because now I I had to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as long as I was going to be able to um, go physically, even though mentally I was not quote unquote healthy. 
you know, it was, an, it was not an excuse. You know, I was in that mindset. It doesn't matter how mental you are. If physically you can go, you go, period. Right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, so I was relieved, actually. I came back here and I got, uh, I did a lot, it was, I did a lot of physiotherapy and just, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, how I got over it, um, well, I don't know. I, it was easy. It was, you read it was, books, uh, didn't you get into kind of yeah. Oh, books? yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, because <laughs> absolutely, I read books. <laughs> and, Let me and, tell you about your life. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, what did you say? No, I just said, let me tell you about your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and that, that was, yeah, no, I got heavily into, like, personal growth and spiritual books and stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So where do you think that storytelling and creativity met wrestling? Was it a building block for you? Sorry, was it what? A building block. A building block? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's wrestling is a show. It's 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 one hundred percent a show. It's you know it's uh, it's predetermined. Everybody knows that. I hope. And yeah. uh, but but <laughs> but uh, you know it's very physical too. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had that back injury. Right. You know what right. I mean? So, what but, was your character? Did you have a character? You must have. You already knew. Uh, my my name was the MVP, Fred yeah, Williams. Wow. That, that was that was the uh, that was the name. And uh, yeah, color? I was I, at some point I did a little bit of Michael Jackson stuff. I kind of mixed so, you know, <laughs> huge Michael Jackson fan stuff. So, but yeah, that was kind of my gimmick. Wow. I, was, I, I like flamboyant. I like like um, you know like, like if you watch Michael Jackson, he has like flamboyant yes. outfits, right? He's not yeah. too simple, like I don't know, Eminem or something. And I like that. Okay. Okay. Well, Louisville is just one thing that we have in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that we have in common is that you sponsored a child with World Vision when you were a teenager, and I have three kids with World Vision, hmm. and I think that's wonderful that you did that. Do you still have your your child? Uh, no. You know what? I I stopped. Did I, st- I, I got to do it again. I, uh, you just you, you know I got to I'm ashamed. Did I inspire I, you? I'm so bad seeing that. <laughs> okay. I really do. <laughs> No, I, I stopped a little on, you know, my mother was like, oh, you know, no, because, you know, you, you have to have the money, da, 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 da. And yeah. I was like, okay. Well. But I'm glad that you think about philanthropy. And the other one is that you were, um, you gave money to Operation Smile and, and for cleft palate surgery. And as an artist, I also, I paint for cleft palate surgery through uh, Mercy Ships Canada. So I like that we have that in common. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, know. it feels good to give, you know, there's nothing yeah. else. I don't know. There's this. I guess it's a spiritual thing. I guess, but it's uh, to give. I don't know. You feel good about yourself. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure you do. And cleft palate surgery is so so great because it's like a 45 minute fix, and the this guy's life or this child's life is totally, and you know, changed. Totally changed. Mm. They go forward. Their parents are relieved. They you know they'll marry. They'll they'll have you know friends. They'll be able to oh. eat. You know, I mean, it's just crazy how 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 many positive. Things can happen for them once they have the surgery, mm-hmm. and it's and it's like two hundred fifty bucks or something. It's like pretty wow. inexpensive, mm-hmm. so that's that's really nice. Um, you're also writing a book. You're, is your book finished yet? It was called Victoria. Is that still on the my, go? Yeah, my name is Victoria. I changed the title, but um, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is being edited. Uh, I have to edit it, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I wrote the entire thing, but uh, it has to be edited. Glad you wrote it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I wrote the entire thing like somebody else. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. but it's just to say, just to say that, that you know I finished it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what, <laughs> what's it about? So it's all about uh, love, and it's it's basically about love and finding one uh, one's life's purpose. 
and uh, basically the you know the the fem the the female the the main character is being charmed yeah. by the female coworker, and uh-huh. uh, she doesn't have the best intentions. And uh, at the same time, he's kind of tired of being in his job, so he's trying to find his life's purpose. Okay, like that. Would you say that you have a thick skin or a thin skin? I think I'm in the middle right now. I think I went from a from a thin skin. Now nah, I'm getting to a thick skin now. What changed for you? Oh, experience, you know, just fail. You know, when you fail, when you when you get manipulated, when you get, or you you're, tr- I should say, when you when you trust people, mm-hmm. you know, and they abuse that trust, or and, and you know they they. Well, you know, pain does that. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes, so yes. with time, you 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 just kind of get okay. All right, not yeah. after you lick your wounds. Okay, I learned that lesson. Next, yeah. move, let's move forward. Damon, you 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 must have you know experienced failure in your life, and and you know somebody trusting the wrong people. Of course. Uh, and and you know experiencing that heartache. Did you do you are you thick skinned or thin skinned? What would you say? I would say thick. Thick skin. Thick skin. You know, yes. Okay. Yes. Thick skin. I find it, you know, I find it really hard to, um, when people don't like me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I really do. I take it like a personal offense. Like, how could you yeah. not? I, but, yeah, I used yeah. to care. Yeah. I, I used to care, but right now I have to be honest. It's like, I'm going to be me. I really don't give a damn. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's really it. Like if, yeah. as long as I act in my integrity, I don't give a care. I don't give a crap what you think really. Yeah. And that's the mindset that you have to have. Like you said, I, I would say thick skin, but not um, not just just cold hearted or, or right. not just, no, no, um, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, but uh, but yeah. But yes, yeah, like you said, you have to just know who you are and what you're doing and just do it. Because like you say, Frank, I know sometimes with people. It is upsetting when people don't like, especially you have a a, a very outgoing and, and cheery spirit. So it's like, how could you not like a person like that? But mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. People are just jealous and upset because they're depressed and discouraged. And when they look at you, it's like that's what they desire and envy, but go. they can't have it. And that's, that's right. why oftentimes people, you know, will, will dislike you. So Sometimes people I learn sometimes people just don't like you because you're happy. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, that's what he just said. Yeah, just because you yeah. look happy, they don't like you, and you know. Yeah. I I, I don't care anymore. I don't know. Yeah. That's what it. makes you happy? What makes you happy? We're gonna go to a commercial in about a minute, but tell me, both of you, what makes you happy? Uh, for me, it's writing, podcasting, just working, my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just just giving the way I do now. Damon? Yes, I would agree. Serving, giving out, and helping others, it really just mm. provides satisfaction and happiness to me. Nice. Okay, well, we're going to go to commercial break in a little less than probably 15 seconds. And for those of you who are at home and listening, think about what makes you happy. What's your happy place? <laughs> Mine is sitting in a, in, a, in, a, in a field full of dogs. I mean, I just love animals, and, and to be surrounded by them, that's my happy place. But we're going to come back to Frankie Sense and More. Don't go anywhere. We are coming back, and we have more to talk about. We're gonna, don't forget, we're going to listen to Damon's music, too. Frankie Sense and More will be right back after we pay the bills. some fun facts about noses and ears I'll bet you didn't know. Did you know your ears secrete more earwax when you're afraid than when you aren't? 
And generally, people with asthma have better hearing than those who don't. Now, here's a word for you. When someone gets their ears pierced, they're actually piercing their pinna. The pinna is the fleshy part of the earlobe. Did you know it's possible to sneeze so hard you can break a rib? That happened to my husband's secretary once. And according to research, you'll blow your nose 250 times this year. Scientists have also determined that the smell in your right nostril is more pleasant, while the smell in your left nostril is more accurate. By the way, twice as many men as women can wiggle their ears. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. What is healthy living? A good checkup at the doctor's office? Choosing to eat a big salad full of vegetables instead of a greasy hamburger? Attending a yoga class instead of sitting at a theater movie with fat-laden buttery popcorn and candy? All of these are good steps to healthy living. Living a healthy lifestyle is all about the choices we make every day, all day. It's choosing good, nutritious, low-calorie food instead of processed food. It's selecting a brisk walk for 30 minutes instead of playing on the computer for that time. It's being active with your children instead of sitting on the sofa watching TV. The small decisions we make every day is what builds a healthy life. Choose long life with energy, mobility, a positive outlook, and well-being by choosing to live a healthy life. I'm Annette Hammond. All right, and we're back, and we're sitting here. I'm sitting here with Freddie By and, and Damon Darrell or Darrell. Darrell. I love that. Darrell. <laughs> it's hard to say, but it's pretty cool because you're real. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what I just got it. You just got it. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, Very my, good. God. my daughter's like, sit up. Oh, my God, sit up. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Nice, very good. They're real. Uh, yeah. yeah, see? That's how it goes. Let's talk yeah. about, let's talk about um, you know, being playful. Like, Fred, I know that you like The Simpsons and you like to play Mario Brothers. What about Pokemon Go? Is that affecting either uh, of you right now? No. I, I checked it out. I have to. I have to say, I, I downloaded the app. I just didn't play it. I just no. I can't. I can't do that. I hadn't gotten into it. My kids, they're not even just heavily engulfed in it. And so, like I said, I hadn't even looked it up. My wife was trying to explain it to me, kind of give me the gist of it, but I, I haven't, you know, tried it's, it or. I haven't tried it, but it's really hilarious. I'm walking. I've got. I think there's four. Pokemon Go stations around me because people are just like you know their their heads are looking around they're going everywhere and, and not even it's crazy it's crazy I mean <laughs> some forty year old man quit his job so he could play the game like how nuts is that right uh, yeah, that's like talk about war. a waste of time yeah people, there you go that's why I don't play it Jeez. right yeah uh, I, I wonder sometimes how much time people have on their on their hands come on. No. Play Pokemon Go. <laughs> so, I mean, if somebody says to you, "Well, I'd really like to do that, but you know, I don't have time," what's your answer? I would, I would really like to do that. To do, to play Pokemon, to do what? Play Pokemon Go? No, no. Like, if you're, you know, people are, are looking up at you as a, as a, as a motivational leader, um, and they say, you know, oh, I really want to be like you, or I really want to, I really want a oh. radio show too, but 
I don't have time. Well, that's BS. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to have time to do whatever you're going to do. So like you said, that's that's BS right there. So, you know, it's kind of like what, what TV show can you give up? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like how much time are you guys doing that? Because really that's for me that that's where people's time um, seems to get blown away. And then they don't realize that, you know, even I read somewhere that that if you um, spent 15 minutes a day educating yourself on a subject that in three years you'd be a world expert. Yeah. Wow. Oh, 15 minutes a day? Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Jeez. Jeez. So what would you like to be a world expert in? Both uh, of you. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. Look, I guess I, I'm kind of an expert already as far as biblical studies and yeah. especially the, the book of Revelation. But, uh, I guess more with a little, little more with health and nutrition, being into that more, becoming an expert in that would be great. Cool. I, I've been heavily in, uh, studying uh, investing recently, paper assets oh. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm not going to bore you with investment stuff, don't worry. But uh, <laughs> I it, do it, know it, about it. Maybe another Another show, we'll talk about it. I'd love to, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, I mean, for me, like I learned, you know, I was in, <laughs> I was in the industry for a while, and I realized, oh, you know, like our money and our businesses, it's it's very, very important. I mean, it's yeah. just something you have to to get the business side of things. I don't care how great of a writer I am or how great of, how yeah. great of a podcaster right? I am. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if you don't have your, if you don't have control over your money, you don't understand it. I don't think you have real, real power, you know, or you do you think there's a real do you think there's a real possibility that money that paper money will go away? Yes, I do. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. To be honest, like should people just be buying gold and silver? And and keeping that because I don't always, you know, it's been it's been been real money. Yeah. But is, is paper money really going to disappear? Like, come on. Like, I don't know. But look at our I economy. Know. The, you no, know, the I Canadian know. dollar versus like where, where Damon lives, you know, yeah. he can buy he can buy three times as much as what we can buy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, when you look at it, they're they're really placing a lot of emphasis on the, uh, the, the, the implantation of the chips. I don't know if you guys have been noticing that. But yes. I was just watching something yesterday. I think it was a short clip. And I had seen one a few months ago, but they're really trying to push towards that cashless society where, you know, I guess it'll be money, but it'll be digital currency as opposed to, like you said, the paper money. Yeah, but, but, but when you, you, talk, you a... talk about Bitcoin and, and uh, Google, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I don't trust that. Anyway, that's my Well, opinion. yeah, because if it becomes, think about it. If, if you get a paper, okay, we're moving towards a paperless society. But if you yeah. move towards a digital money, yes. you'll never know how much money you've got. There you go. And, and yeah. somebody, I just feel like somebody else can take it away from you. Like, right, like boom. Online, yeah. you just, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Scam art. But if you have gold and silver, like you said, Frankie, mm-hmm. you know, yes. 2,000 years from now, it's still going to be valuable. You right, know, yes. because it was two thousand. You know, two thousand years ago, it was still va- it was valuable, and oh, yeah. I, I so, would definitely trust gold and silver over anything. <laughs> so, great grandpa was right to hide his money in the mattress. Do you think that's where people should go? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? There are built-ins, right? Like Greece and stuff like that. 
like where 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 the banks go into your bank account and they take your money and they freeze your account whatever and they do whatever they want now here we have protection with insurance and stuff like that but you know who knows what can happen you know well once the government i mean the government and the insurance companies are in collusion anyway so yeah you know yeah who knows who knows if you're safe but it's kind of interesting what about music who are your musical influences we're gonna play we're gonna play um your song which of your songs do you want us to play because i don't know if we can play both songs but which one is your favorite uh, ones that you gave me you can play you can just play cruising especially during this time of year Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a cool song. Okay, um, Ben, can you set up cruising for us and let me know when that's ready to go? And who was your musical influences, Damon? Well, I think early on probably would be as far as production would be Dr. Dre. I really liked his production and his style. And okay. then as far as li- um, the lyricist, uh, you may have never heard of this group. It was a guy by the name of C.L. Smooth, and his DJ was called Pete Rock, and I used to really love them. And then it was another group called Gangstar. And so those were the, the, the acts that I grew up on. But I would say recently, like, I love Diddy, his production and some of his music, as well as Pharrell, Pharrell Williams. I yeah. love Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. can I ask what age group you're in? You don't have to tell me your exact age, but for 30s, 40s, 50s? 40s, 40s, 40s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, early 40s. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. What did you say, Fred? No, no. I was just going to I'm early 30s. Early 30s. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Okay. Let's go, Ben. Cruising by Eamon Gilbert. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the word for it. It's like the 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 
the notes are you mean like high low or uh not high and low more like let me see. um <laughs> I wish I could remember the name of it. Gosh. Yeah. It has like a feel of of um. I, I keep wanting to go flats. It's not that they're flats. They're they're. I don't know. Sorry. Okay. Let's forget that then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you. I know you have sharps and flats. I know, yeah, but uh, as far as scale, like. There's a chromatic scale, but then there's the there's another scale that um, uh, it it evokes a different feeling in you. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's I, a normal. I don't think you, you. I don't. You probably don't even know what scale you did, but it's, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. I didn't use the keyboard for that. Is I used a, like a music program to oh, compose okay. that one, so okay. I wouldn't really. Um, yeah. Okay, um, I, I hear you. Okay, so what are the lyrics other than cruising? Well, I was just saying cruising through your state, um, up to cruising through your hood, up to something good. Cruising through your state, man, it feels great. And uh, it's basically just we we literally well we we didn't get to listen to the rap part, but in the oh, rap I, I literally that's okay. Take you around the whole U.S. You know, oh, um, not not the entire U.S., but we we go from Louisiana to Alabama to Florida um, to New York and all of that, and kind of go like almost in a circle, and we end in ah. Texas or whatever. But uh, but yeah, and that that song is just it has that that free flow and just that mellow vibe and. It's, it's really funky, and I think everyone can relate to it, especially in the U.S., but all over the world, really. Sure. But uh, it just—I think it, it would resonate with just a, a wide variety of people. It does. Have, it has a great beat for sure. Yeah. 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 You can just chill in, and 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 you know your your tops down on your car, and your hand, your arms out the window, and you're just cruising. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. In the, that's in the summertime. Yes. <laughs> Made for the summer. What, what inspired? What inspired you to write to write that? Just you'll have to wait you? to hear about that because we're going to. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> but you keep keep that thought in mind. Keep that yeah, in mind. Right. When we come back, we're going to find out what the inspiration for that song really was. Here we go. Don't go anywhere. Heck no. We're just getting warmed up. Frankie Sense and more will be right back after we pay the bills. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating, and exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. 
This is the TokiNet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. And we're back, and Frankie sends in more. And you have been listening to the song by Damon Naylor. You have been listening to Frederick By talk about money. I'm your host, Frankie Picasso, and we're going to go somewhere where <laughs> we're dark and dirty. We're going to go to American <laughs> politics. Now, right, you have to understand, Fred is representing French Canada. I'm representing English Canada, and poor Damon's down there in Louisiana. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Pisses, well, you know what? You know what really pisses? Well, I, can I say that? Well, you know yeah, what really angers me? You up, yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Why do we say it's French Canada or English Canada? Because this is what I don't like about my province is we're so it's our little place, our little thing. It's Quebec. It's Quebec. Look, we're in Canada. I don't feel in Canada when I'm in Quebec. And I love Quebec, but anyway, I know. Me well, off. well, that, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> I used to think that Quebec was part of Canada too until the the FLQ wanted to move away. But here's the thing. My daughter was in Montreal last week, and you know her French isn't very good. And she's moving. Oh, to, she's moving to the she, states, yeah. and she went. She had to go there to get her her visa, and she got in late at night. And she was asking. She was on the Rue Saint Catherine. She was asking somebody, you know, oh. how do I get here? And nobody would talk to her because she didn't. Oh, do it. yeah, she, I hate. She asked that. a cab driver to take that. her somewhere. He said, "I don't understand." You know, je ne, you know, I don't understand. You know what? Uh, je ne pas pas, you know. Yeah. Okay. And then you know what? And then, what? No, no, go ahead. Sorry. And she handed him <laughs> the written address. And just really? said, just take me here, and he wouldn't do it because she didn't speak French. Like oh that's bullshit. Oh. This, 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 Canada? This... Yeah, Canada <laughs> <Yeah>, too. <laughs> this is small-minded. This is small-minded. It's our little French, and we don't want to lose it. And you know, it's I this and it. that. It's it's. I hate that mentality. I just freaking hate it. I hate the mentality, but I love the French, and I love it. There you go. I don't understand why, you know, I don't understand why it's such a big deal, why everybody isn't just bilingual, and then it would be great. But, you know, they had to, um, the Francophone went off into their own little world and and hate the rest of Canada. What can you say? But you know what? You know what? What's even more exciting, though? You know what? What's happening in the U.S.? Yes. (laughs) So we have, you know. I have to say I'm a huge Bernie Sanders supporter, and yeah, I was too, heartbroken, actually. heartbroken, because Bernie is the way to go. And I'm sorry, Ben. I know you're listening. To this. <laughs> so, but you know, we we got we got Bernie, who's who's just wonderful and and just loves all of humanity, and that's really what we need. Um, Hillary is a big liar, and but you have to vote for her because if you don't vote for her and you split up the party, then those other people get to you're for Johnson. Johnson, uh, <laughs> uh, and and then you know you end up splitting the party and all the and and 
Donald Trump will get in anyway. So you can't let him in because can you imagine him with his finger on a nuclear button? Like, come on. That's oh, really scary. Very, very scary. Very scary. Oh, who, who, who's your, uh, well, I'm not going to ask you who you're going to vote for, obviously. But, <laughs> um, you know, what's your take on, on, on what's happening in, your, uh, in the good old US of A? <laughs> I guess the only thing I would say the lesser of the two evils would be Hillary. I mean, for obvious reasons, but that's the only thing. I, I heard someone recently saying, can we just put someone else in? <laughs> you know, I don't, we need another candidate. We need another choice, you know, not yeah. these two. Wow. But I mean, sadly, here we are, and those are the two choices. They won those nominee spots, the nominations, and But you know what? Our, she our didn't trailer. really win it. Did she? Bernie won it. Bernie won it. And then yeah. you have the superdelegates who come in and say, oh, we're going to yeah. give it to Hillary. And then, and then yeah. you have you know, somebody who came up with some absurd rule because all yeah. these college kids want to vote for, for Bernie. You go, oh, if you weren't registered last year, sorry, dear, you're not allowed to vote. Like, yeah. that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yes, and, and you know, you know, for me, I was, I was kind of. Uh, then you're allowed to talk on this if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was, I wasn't, I, I didn't hate Donald up until the recent thing with the child, the dead, the dead child. Yeah, that yeah. was like that yeah. crossed the line. Okay, well, no, 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 come on, that that's too much. Like yeah. that, that's it. Like if I'm He's an American, ridiculous. if I'm an American, I'm voting for Hillary. I'm sorry, yeah. uh, <laughs> exactly, you know, exactly. And I hate to vote for her, but you have to. You yeah. just have to, because you can't. You just cannot split that vote, or it's a vote for Donald. What, what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen to America? I, I'm really. I, I, that's very. I don't know what's going to happen. I know. It's pretty scary. Um, but it's scary for us because we're its big neighbor, you know, and you go. it's going to affect us. Yeah. And, exactly. and actually, uh, I read that Google has seven times more. Uh, you know, people go on Google, on Google seven times. Americans go on Google. To yeah. Canada? Yeah, to Google uh, how to move to Canada. Seven wow. times more than before. Yeah. Wow. I read that. Mm. You know, my daughter was going to be a police officer here, and then she ended up getting engaged um, to some guy down in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what do you think, Frankie? Well, well, what's your take on it? <laughs> she won't be a police officer. No. Not, oh, no? No, 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 no way. Not in the state, she said. No way. Oh. It's crazy, oh. huh? Yeah. It's just it crazy. Is- There's just no – you know, it's just uh, – And I understand it, but, you know, respect goes both ways. Yes. And, and yes. It, it's pretty unfortunate. Um, it's a pretty unfortunate, you know, all the events yeah. that are happening down there. Damon, yes. what's your take on Canada? Well, you know, I was just listening to you guys, and I was like, man, I need to study Canada much more. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know, I guess, just a whole bunch about Canada, but what I've heard is it's very picturesque, it's very beautiful, very clean, and just a nice place. But uh, like I said, I haven't just gone in depth and, and really studied Canada like I should, because I would definitely love to visit there one day. You well, know, you're welcome I, to come I, and visit us. What did, okay. When you went to, um, to Louisville, Fred, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what did they think of you? No, actually, you know what? I was one of them. Yeah? I, I, th- oh, wow. I, I think, I think it, like they knew that I wasn't from there. But yes. because when I got there, you have to understand it's wrestling. So you have people from all over the place yeah. coming. Oh. It's not yeah. just people in Louisville. Yeah. So it's like you have people from New Zealand and da 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 da. So yeah. you know, it wasn't like oh. But uh, I think from the people there, I think there's kind of a mystery because you're kind of the 
not the immigrant going in, but you know, you're from an, a world that you know Montreal. We don't really know what it's about. We don't yeah. really know it. Yeah. Well, you had this so, French accent. And yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That, the girls know, like that. Don't the girls like yeah, that. the girls like that. <laughs> but, but when I moved to Louisville and I went to high school in Louisville, the first year of desegregation. Okay, 1973, two, around oh, 72. My. Yeah. They, they, you know. First of all, they thought I was from England because I thought I had a British accent. <laughs> and then they asked me if I lived in an igloo and were there were the bears, wow. polar bears around me all the time. Wow. Some crap like that. And, and the Mounties. That's what people know about Canada. Oh, igloos, okay. polar bears, and, and Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Did you think that, Damon? Did you think that? You know? No. How do you think it, how do you think it is up there? Well, I mean, I just thought the weather would be rather pleasant i wasn't even aware of eskimo well igloos i'm thinking alaska when you said igloos and stuff like that but i don't know i mean it gets that cold up there oh yeah oh wow yeah yeah yeah. no it's a it's a it's a you know we definitely have four seasons and like right now we're in a heat wave Uh it's probably like i think it's uh 40 celsius today what's that fred um you went to school no i'm not oh in fahrenheit yeah yeah I don't know when, how much in Fahrenheit it is. It's about 90, I think, somewhere around there. Yes. And then in the winter, um, you know, we get to, like, out in the in the prairies, uh, for sure, minus 50. And, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, my friend lives in Alberta. It's always, like, really, really cold. And in Winnipeg. And then um, in Ontario, where I live, like, last winter, it was, like, around minus 20 a lot. Oh. And, and. Uh, Quebec gets cold. I mean, you got skiing yeah. in Quebec, so you got yeah. the Laurentian Mountains, and so that's a big ski um, area to go to that people like to go skiing. So yeah, I mean, it's it's warm and it's cold, oh. but you definitely have four seasons and a lot of snow. Yes, definitely. Well, I'm enlightened now. <laughs> and, and I Louisiana, think so. I, I think Louisiana is a bunch of mosquitoes and and <laughs> swamps and, and swamps and, 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 and you know, Damon. Humid. You, you know, Damon, I, I think also Canada has a newer, it's not as, uh, it doesn't have as a hard history as the U.S. Yes. I think the overall mood or atmosphere of Canada is, this is what I hear from Americans, if it's, yeah. more, it's more peaceful, like peaceful. we're more yeah. pacific, like we're more, uh, you know, passive a little bit. Yeah. That's their take on it. And, and in a way, they're, they're bright, I think. And, yes. uh, you know, because you, you guys, you know, you have the blacks and you have to fight and you have to we don't uh, have that yes. in Canada, as far as I know, you know, I mean, no. especially in Quebec. I mean, yes. how many immigrants did we have in the 70s and 60s over here? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, the, the yeah. immigrants really came in in the 80s and 90s, like okay. the, the people from Africa and people from. Right. You know, so. No, but yeah. we, we there were, you know. It, it was like the Polish, and then it was the Italian, and the, and the Jews, and it was like it's always been different pockets of groups, and the Asians, and now the and then the Indians, the East Indians, and then you know the the Jamaicans, and then you know uh, I don't know who it is today, you know African, I guess Somalians yeah. uh, were the next big group that came in. But it, it's you know it's extremely multicultural here, yeah. and and like That's you could go, you could probably go think about ninety different ethnic restaurants that you could go to, and you could eat from ninety different countries. You know, oh, I mean, wow. it's it's like that. Um, that's, it, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's the cool yeah, part of it. Diversity. But, and and we did not have here anything like the race riots like you had in the states. Yeah. So when yeah. I went to when I went to high school and there was that desegregation, it was very unfamiliar to me. Yeah, culture shock for you. It was a big culture shock for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it's funny, like ben, ben just wrote in the thing that, because they're in Texas, my radio station's in Texas, he goes, everybody thinks that they ride horses everywhere there. So. <laughs> yeah, and wear big hats. <laughs> and, wear big hats. and have lots yeah. of glitter, but they do have yeah. lots of glitter. I was in Texas. <laughs> well, you, you know what I like about the U.S., though, is that when you're in the U.S., you know, if you live in New York, you care what's happening in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. more, you're, you're more unified. Here, at least in Quebec, like, yeah. Quebec is Quebec, and whatever, whatever happens in Toronto or British Columbia, we don't give a crap. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the media just doesn't, you know, wow. we don't, we're in our own, own little world, so. I don't I know if it's the same My favorite city in Canada is, is Quebec City. That's Sorry? my most favorite place in Canada, Quebec City. Really? Why? Why? Because I, I was European. born in Quebec City. Were you? Yeah, I love it's Quebec City. Very European. More than Montreal, actually. Yeah, I love it. I love Why? it. It's very, I love the artisans. I love the the cobblestone. I love yeah. the European feel to it. Yeah, um, yeah. I just love all of it. It's a very cool city. If you're gonna go anywhere, go to Quebec City. Go to Quebec. Okay, Quebec City. Yeah, yeah. Quebec yeah. City. Not just well, Quebec is a province. Oh, you guys better tell yeah. us where, where you're coming from because I think we're gonna run out. Oh, we are running out. Okay, quick, quick, quick. Both of you, tell me where you're from. Get how to get in touch with <laughs> you. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thereal.org. That's the D-A-R-I-L dot O-R-G. Okay. All right. Freddie. For me, I'm FrederickBuy.com. It's my name, Frederick, with a C, buy, like, bye-bye.com. And listen to my podcast, Creative Magic Unchained. Listen to his podcast. Unchained. He's got a great one, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Creative Magic Unchained. And we have Both a cre- Creative Magic store, too, right now. Oh, Design with meaning. Okay. Well, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Right. We're in our last 30 seconds of airtime. <laughs> don't need to. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> But we will see the rest of you next week on Frankie Sense and More. And I thank you so much for joining us today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes, it was. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Nothing like variety. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I like variety. It's fun. You touch on different subjects. Mm-hmm. And we I like love these. Three, we're three people. We give our opinions and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very engaging. So that's it. Here we go. Rash production. Shit, now you, she the one way to turn the world.